This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. happened you talked about it on the fan the most successful team in the history of professional sports starting the new millennium the new york yankees are once again world champions when new york sports happens talk about it here the fan 1019 fm and always live on the free odyssey app uh-huh uh-huh In my stone. All right, it's 104 in the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney. You know, it's crazy, too. I don't know that this has ever happened in, I mean, this may be a little prisoner of the moment, to be fair, but I, I, in my career, where the week of the Super Bowl, it was everything but the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, the only thing, like, one thing jumps out. If you and I were doing local when Porzingis got traded. Yeah. Remember that moment? Yep. My meltdown there? Yep. Oh, jeez. Now, that would have been all day. And we did a lot on the show then, even though it was national. Uh, but then, event, you know, we start, all right, here's Joe Montana. Hey, here's this guy pushing product, whatever. Um, but there were legitimate NBA topics, the Kyrie stuff, the Durant stuff, LeBron, all-time scoring mark with Kareem. So many different things. Trade deadline mm-hmm. with the Knicks, and even though they didn't do a ton, although I like Hart, we thought they might, et cetera. Like, I was almost worried that by the time we got to the game, I— I, I would have lost a little bit of energy and, and and excitement for the game. But then it started, and I know how it ended, and it stunk, and we're all deprived of what could have been an amazing all-time ending. But that was a hell of a game. No, it was a great game. There was so much that went on in it from, you know, the, the dominance, you know, time of possession, and, you know, moving the football by the Eagles in the first half where they scored 24 points. I mean, it, they were just – they were great. The Eagles were in the first half. And then you flip that to the second half where their defense just gets run through. And Pat Mahomes becomes this iconic player. Not just with his arm. You know, he threw you know three touchdowns. Actually, threw two in the, sec- uh, two in the second half uh, because our guy Pacheco, Rutgers That's right. finest. Stand up, Rutgers. He got a, he got a rushing touchdown. Oh, but, I also thought he got hurt. I did, too. He got banged around. He yeah. got nailed by the safety. Um, right where Hamlin kind of got yeah, that, that yeah. was a shot, boy. But, He's tough as nails, but, that kid. But Pat Mahomes did it with his his legs too, yeah, man. Yeah. He was like a guy limping around on a bum ankle. You know, the high ankle sprain is really a ligament tear. It's not really. It's not a sprain. It's like a tear in your ligament. And if it's really bad, they have to do that that thread that threading whatever it's called surgery rope, rope tie. I forget what it is. Uh, uh, Tua had that. Yeah, I forget what it's called though. There's actual. It's like a. It's like a rope. Like you basically tie the tip fib together. It's kind of crazy. He didn't have to have that much, but still, it was like one of those. Like any moment, 
you felt like he could be out. And yet he's out there scrambling around, finding time in the pocket, picking up yards with his legs, you know, got him down in the tight red zone. Pat Mahomes was masterful. Like and it doesn't it's not getting talked about because of the the play call at the end of the uh end of the game, but Pat Mahomes is the quarterback that every team wants because he's tough as hell, he's reliable, he's a great leader and it feels like no matter what's going on, he's going to pull you out of it. And very few guys can say that. He's the perfect combination of substance and flesh. Yes. Yes. He really is. It's not nonsense. None of it feels like it's fake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there's pizzazz. Like you, let's face it. We all want to sit down and watch these acrobatic, mm-hmm. highlight, awe-inspiring moves that we usually don't get with the Jets. You know, like, <laughs> and of course, the Giants have a few more with Saquon over the years, et cetera, and better quarterback play. But I feel like, you know, as, as a sporting city, both of our teams, we're kind of largely missing out on that the mm-hmm. last decade or so. But you don't want too much flash if there's no substance. Yes. He's smart. He's a good leader. Mm-hmm. He's cool under pressure. Yeah. And he can sling it with anybody. By the way, both these quarterbacks, that's what I notice most. They're they're both real calm. Mm-hmm. They just play, like, easy, chilling, right? It's Obviously, there's urgency going on in their heads and their actions, but they just look like they're in control, right? The Eagles and the Chiefs are in good hands for the, for, for the near future. It's kind of funny, like when you when you have your guy, when you, when you when you know it, like you found your guy, it just feels so comforting from a quarterbacking standpoint. I'll, I'll tell you when that happens, yeah. but I, I can the, imagine. And the Giants are really close to that. That's like, right. Really close. Not quite, but like really close to that with Daniel Jones. It's it's great that the Eagles um, and, the, and, the, and the Chiefs, they have their guy because it just, it makes everything else so much less complicated when you don't have to worry about who's calling plays on their center. Let's get back to you. Let's go to uh, Saratoga. Dan is on the fan. What's happening, Danny? BT, good afternoon. You too, T. Hey, What's Dan? up, Dan? What's up? Greg Olson yesterday, second half. I wonder, BT, being a fellow Jet fan, if you remembered his comment. Okay, go ahead. A lot of crosstalk along the uh-huh. way with the kids, so maybe not, but go ahead. Uh, Philly is on their back heels because Reed and Mahomes are mixing it up so well. Running on third and four, passing on first down. And I'll tell you, those two touchdowns he had to Tony and the other guy, mm-hmm. Philly defensive backfield was tripping over each other. I don't remember the comment, wide open. I'd be yeah. lying uh-huh. if I, I, Yeah, I'd be lying if I said, oh, yeah, I remember exactly when Greg said that. But, I mean, yeah. All you had to do was watch well, the second half, and they were guessing, Philly. And my hope is that Hackett was listening because <laughs> I know LaFleur said to his brother watching the game, what's he talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, Hackett's man. a good Did dude. Did he translate, brother? Hackett's going to be fine. But here's the reality. Thanks, I mean, Dan. In this game, if you were looking at, if you were defending the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're worried you're, you're going to play man because both of the touchdowns that he was alluding to to Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore were it was man coverage. If you're if you're paying attention in that moment as a coordinator, you're saying, all right, Juju, he's got the most targets, he's got nine targets. Travis Kelsey's got six targets on the night. Jared McKinnon out of the backfield, he's got three or four targets. Right, the last person you're worried about. Is Kadarius Tony because you think he's just running some stupid jet sweep motion that's insignificant. Instead, they fake the jet sweep. He sticks his foot in the ground and just floats back out into the flat. He's wide open because the defender is flying across the field thinking he's running a jet sweep motion and and man coverage. What why it was what made it so egregious is that Sky Moore's touchdown was the exact same play, just the other side. They were in man coverage. They knew exactly Jonathan Gannon's tendencies in the tight red zone. Play man, you know, 
screw the defender by thinking he's going to run across the field. In fact, he just sticks his foot in the ground and turns around and catches an easy touchdown. I don't think I've seen any more wide-open touchdown than those two to to Sky Moore and to Kadarius Toney. And by the way, those are their only targets, their only catches in the entire game. It's amazing. So what does that tell you? That was situationally designed by Andy Reid and or, you know, um, Eric Bieniemy, whoever. It was situationally designed. We know what the Eagles are going to do in this moment. They're going to play man coverage, and we're going to screw them because they're going to think we're running this jet motion, and we're actually not. We're just running a return route to to the flat, which is simple. If you play zone, I think that play is dead. Uh, you play man, you, you you score two touchdowns. You know, Dan brought up the uh, the line from Olsen. Olsen was really good. He really was. Yeah, Kevin did a fantastic job. I don't job. always love Greg Olson, but he was really no, me good. Neither. He was really good in that game. He's like, yo, Brady, relax. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do well here. <laughs> um I'll tell you what though, and he said it once, so he was guilty of one thing, and he didn't say this part, although you hear it all the time. Can we please start a movement to erase two football expression expressions from our lexicon? Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one is when you got the big meathead up there, you got to put a hat on a hat. <laughs> I can't stand that anymore. I'm yeah. so tired of that, number one. And number two, and this is a little less uh, infuriating, but it's up there. Got to hit his head on the goalpost. <laughs> and Olsen did drop that. Yeah, he Can did. we get rid of those two? Yeah. Please? That's only, that's only good. Hat on that's hat. Only, that's only good from um, if it's a long run. No, I know, but still. I'm just saying, hitting, hitting your head on the goalpost. The only time you would hit your head on the goalpost is if you're running so fast that you can't slow down. I, That's I where it, it comes from. I get but it. When you're, like, I know the origin. But when you're skipping into the end zone because there's nobody in front of you <laughs> yeah, from yeah, yeah. four yards out, that's not hitting your That's head not on applicable. It's not right. applicable. You're right. That's not applicable. Yeah, so it's not even correct. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's annoying, <laughs> but it's not even right in the <laughs> translation there. Good job. Uh, let's get, uh, how about Tony on Staten Island? What's up, Tony? Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. we got you, Tom. What's up, man? Let's go. Hey, guys, yeah, great game last night, you know, unfortunately. I, I didn't hear the beginning of your show. I, I thought the call was a little not egregious. It was a little tight. It could have went either way, I'm sure, what was going on. I want to know what was going on uh, throughout the game, if it was uh, being called as well. But um, it happened, and the game's over. Just a couple of things that uh, from the game, a couple of points. Uh, Andy deferring the uh, the coin flip. Yeah, in, in genius. I thought initially. <laughs> look, I thought they were going to come out and make that long drive, twelve plays, seventy five yards, seven and seven plus minutes. Um, I didn't think it was a good decision to do that, but I think Andy had better ideas. Thinking about it again, he, you know, listen, he's got a half hour uh, halftime show, and uh, he can go in and make the adjustments. Is, is what he did, and he came out and they took the ball and, and, they, and they and they drove right down the field. I think that was. Uh, I think that was planned by Andy. So well, I, I think I think right. I think by and large, coaches these days they they'd rather defer. Now, the only reason, and they pointed this out, Burkhart pointed pointed this out. The only reason you wouldn't defer in this particular matchup against the Eagles is that the Eagles are, I think, the best team in the NFL on first drive scores uh, over the course of the twenty twenty two now twenty twenty three season. So if you give them the ball, the likelihood of them going down and scoring a touchdown was high. And it's exactly what they did. They just went down the field and scored a touchdown. But the Eagles, I mean the Chiefs, who were just as good in that category, got their first possession and went down and scored. So it was 7-7 right away. So it was it was almost a wash because you knew your first 15 were going to be just as good as the Eagles' first 15. Uh, therefore, if you need to steal an advantage, steal it at halftime. So I, I thought, you know, it was, it was obviously a great 
call, but I think it's routine at this point. I'm trying to pick out, I'm trying to find this on the fly, uh, percentage of coaches who most defer, you're right, mm-hmm. who don't defer. Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm just not coming up with any data. I mean, the only, reason you, the only reason you would is if you had, like, an elite offense. Like Patrick I mean, Mahomes? A, I mean, a, 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 yeah, an elite offense, um, and you just... You you you've truly believed you were going to just go down the field and score, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. And but I mean, why you give yourself the option? Yeah, uh, you would now if that game is put it this way: if that game is in December or November, mm-hmm. non-conference game, you know, uh, just a non-conference matchup. Is he deferring? I don't know. Maybe Gibbs might just give it a pat. Yeah, go yeah. get him. I don't. I just don't know if it's the. I don't think it was the decider in the kick in this in this game. Maybe I mean, it not. ended up working out because they got the possession right after half and they scored, which made it, you know, a, a three point game at that point. No, I got so it. So they're they're right back in it. But and, all, and all they need is a stop. Yep. And then all of a sudden the momentum fully shifts. But Tony's point was really good. I don't, I don't know if this was pre calculated. I wouldn't rule it out because Reed's a genius. Oh, I've got thirty minutes to yeah. come up with some sort of adjustment rather than fifteen. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, 877-337-6666. Mike is in Queens. What's going on, Mike? Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, what's happening, man? All right, guys. Listen, first of all, thank you guys for being the last, you know, truly only sports talk on the fan, and we really appreciate it. You guys are a gem. Thank you, man. appreciate that. Listen, about Jalen Hurts, you know, he had a great game, and he was like that, but you watch that game, and, and you watching some of those throws, and they were in double coverage. Some of them were in triple coverage couple of Goddard's catches should have been picked off. So to me, as well as he played, and I'm not taking it away from him, he definitely got lucky. And well, I wanted to get or, your Yeah, you know, but I would I would I would I would disagree. I think some of those throws to Goddard were just they were perfect throws. Right. But how can how can you unload a pass into double coverage like that in, in a in a game like that? I mean, that's the wrong decision. Isn't oh, you it? mean the AJ Brown? You mean the AJ Brown, not Goddard? Both of them, both of Goddard was also in double coverage, I believe. Yeah, but the the ones I remember to Goddard, it was he was he was tightly covered, but he put the ball in like the perfect place for Goddard to catch it. But the, you're right, a couple of those throws were dangerous, especially especially to um um to AJ Brown, and he got away with them, but. A lot of that's because just like when you're, you know, if you're Joe Burrow and you're throwing to T. Higgins, you're just, you're going to throw that 50-50 ball because you know he's going to come down with it. Yeah, well, listen, listen Hurts is awesome. That was not an impressive pass at all. Which one? The, the first touch, to, the, to Brown. The touchdown. I mean, it, it made, it worked. It was horrendous it defense. Worked. It worked because the cornerback was lost or the safety, whichever. I think it was the, the safety was, yes, it was the safety who was, got turned around he late. He was just completely lost. That was bad. It was ugly. And so all A.J. Brown had to do was go find it. Yes. Right? But if that safety is sitting how we supposed to be sitting, mm-hmm. right, it's, it's an easy interception. Or and at the least you just knock it down. But you, yeah. that ball should have been picked. That yeah. ball was up there for a while. The second one it definitely should It was to the wrong spot. The second one definitely should have been picked. You had two guys uh, to, you know, I don't know. Do you think that, because this is the way it goes, and let's face it, here we are, we're immersed in the moment. We just watched what we watched. We're reciting everything verbatim, right? Mm-hmm. But then as the years pile on, you know, and maybe some of the nuance and details get a little obscured. You look back and say, wow, Mahomes, the MVP. You know, he threw for 182 yards. I know. Like, I don't know, like, of course, you know, we will, and, you know, Lord willing, most of us will. We will, will, Lord willing. But 
I don't know how many are going to reference the, the high ankle sprain, and if 14 years is the high ankle sprain a piece of the puzzle? Probably uh, not. Probably not. It's not like the Jordan flu game lore. I mean, yeah, no. you don't see him hobbled around a little bit, but not really. Yeah, look, this game easily could have been... This as it should probably should have been. Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP even in defeat, right? But because Pat Mahomes threw for three touchdowns, you give it to the guy who wins the game, and you never you're not going to see it anymore in modern era. I think the only time it's happened, it was he he just got into the Hall of Fame as a veteran committee. I forget his name now. What position? Take uh, linebacker. He won a he won a he won the MVP in a loss, uh, as and a, a team lost, but he won the MVP of the Super Bowl. Like really? It, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but it it, it happened in the '60s or so, or so. Okay, but you're never gonna see that in, in the modern game. It's yeah, all they, they're, so. they're always champion, you know, the team that win. Hold and on. by the way, I'm looking at all these Goddard catches. The only one that could be called considered double team is actually a great throw by Jalen Hurts. He's the over. He threw it over the sinking flat corner. So look, he made great throws. I, I can't take anything away from. No, Jalen no, he Hurts. played a great game. I'm just saying that one throw was particularly, you know. Pickable, if you will. The contested throw to Goddard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. The, the what to Brown. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I'm not talking about that. He was talking about Dallas Goddard. I think he had the wrong name. I think he was talking about gotcha. I think he was talking about A.J. Brown, but he said Dallas Goddard. Now, Hoff is barking. Yankee news? Talk to me. Well, yeah. hold on. Before you, I, I have no idea what it is. I'm going to say that your tone is not going to match the... Uh, See, like, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. That's my gut. My tone, my tone is always aggressive, regardless. That's true. But so, I think this is going to be I, like it a, always comes with something good. It's going to be like a D level move right here. What happened? D level. Oh, mm. C plus. What, what? What the gangster? What do you have? All right, well, let's put it this way. Yeah, it's actually in regards to the World Baseball Classic. Remember Luis Severino? Yes. Yep. Not being allowed to pitch. Don't say they acquiesced and said he could pitch. No, they oh. told someone else. They well, not saying that they told somebody else, but they pulled Nestor Cortez Jr. from okay. the World Baseball Classic. That's fine. According to John Hay- uh, Ken Rosenthal, excuse me, uh, was set to pitch for Team USA, but recently tweaked the hamstring. There you go. Well, did he have the groin last year? I'm not even sure if I really believe that. That may have been code for we're at the innings limit. We got to ice him for a couple weeks, which they did. But if there was a little groin issue, and now the hammy, well, let's hope the Nestor does a little stretch in this offseason. We need him. All right, so he's not going to pitch. Okay. 8-7, thank you, Hoff. Eight, seven. Is that juicy enough or not? Uh, no, no, I mean, but Nestor's awesome, so everybody wants to know that. That's good. By the way, I was thinking of Chuck Howley. Chuck? Oh, Chuck, Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley. Super Bowl five linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys uh, won the Super Bowl MVP. Oh, so it wasn't Miami. It was Dallas. I thought you said Miami. I thought you did. Mm, I don't remember what I said. But <laughs> anyways, it's Chuck Howley who, um, who played for the uh the Dallas Cowboys, he was a veteran's inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame yep. in the 2023 class. All right. All right. 877-337-6666 is our number. We got you till 2. Carter Roberts coming up after us on the fan. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. You know, you give Bradbury credit, obviously, after the game. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, I committed the penalty. What else is he going to say? No, no. I, I mean, oh, God, it was a tick-tack foul. What are you doing? You BS. Gotta, come on. Yeah, of course. You got to say that. that. I can understand where some people, you know, see it that way or don't, but I wouldn't use him admitting that there was a slight infraction as the impetus behind Absolutely throwing the flag in that spot. Yeah, agreed. You know? Agreed. What else is he going to say? He, to, he, he looked to, like a clown if he said no. That's right. 
He had to say exactly what he said. Yes. I thought I'd get away with it. <laughs> it's true. That's right. Uh, how about John and Oldbridge? Let's get back to you here, guys. What's going on, John? What's up? Hey, guys. First of all, the show is awesome. Appreciate you. Uh, and I'm a big Giant fan, so Tiki, you're right up there with, with everything. I, my, I, I'm, I'm an old man, so I, I, I was 12 years old when the Jets won the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. All right. How old was yeah. Benigno Dove? How old was Joe when the Jets won the No, Joe's a little older than me. Okay. Well, then you're not an old man yet. Yeah, you're not, not old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting there, but uh, <laughs> like all of us. When Teeny talks about the, Jet, the, the Yankees, uh, I mean, I was back in the day when they really sucked. <laughs> Long so, drought, long drought in the yeah. '60s into the uh, into late into late '70s. Yep. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's a rough but one. I, yeah. I, I just want to tell you guys, you guys make my day uh, unbelievable. Thank you. I man. love you guys. Appreciate that. And Tiki, especially you. I mean, I I, not, I love Brandon too, but. Uh, okay. It's unbelievable how much you guys have just came on the on the scene and just kicked ass. Well, we've nah, been thanks, around man. for a long time, thanks, just buddy. not locally. <laughs> I know, I know, but not, not Nobody on could the fan. I know. Nobody yeah. could hear us I locally. Well, we're glad to be here. Yeah. No doubt. Thank you. Yeah, Take, yeah. You want to send him a, a frame Take picture? Time. You can yeah. put it next to the yeah. nightstand. Yeah, you can, you can just reflect Day. every night to, Val- to, another to King Tiki. Another Valentine's Day call. Thank you, John. We're getting weird now. Listen, I understand that you know society is... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, I don't know, a little different. Not, not all bad, but a little different. We don't have to wish each other Valentine's Day <laughs> salutations. What are we doing here? Imagine somebody calling happy Valentine's Day, BT. and wishing Francesca happy Valentine's Day. Like, I don't even want to hear from other guys. Yeah, but why? I mean, it's just because Valentine's I'm not celebrating Day. with you. What is, what is, the, I don't even, like, do anybody know what Valentine's Day is? Yeah, it's Day? a Saint, well, I, whatever. It's Saint, Saint Valentine's. Saint Valentina, I'm sure it's derived from, I don't know, I forget, I used to know it, I used to care, I don't know, all I know is I have to get roses, I gotta spend more money. Yeah. Is that the one where they get the guy that shoots the arrow in the guy's people's butt? Somewhere there, yeah. Right? Is that what they do? Yeah. <laughs> it was just a rogue angel who used to pierce people in the ass with arrows. And they say, you know, this, this angel is so crazy, we gotta name a day after let's, him. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's wiki. Wiki, wiki, Valentine's wiki. Day. Rabbit hole. This the is a new segment f- on But this is a rabbit hole that I'm interested in. Like, I wanted to be exactly... We went through St. Patrick's Day last year, but let me hear the origin oh, of St. Valentine's Day. day. It's the a feast, feast day. Manja. The feast of St. Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. It originated as a Christian feast day. Celebrating what, though? Honoring one of two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. Okay. It later became... You know, cultural, religious, blah, 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 blah. Rom- <sighs> romance and love. I mean, this is what I mean. There's not an element, yeah, nor so is there been, a trace. It's been bastardized. Of, yes. <laughs> of religious affiliation to that holiday. Now. Now. now, now yeah, it was my right. whole life. Yeah. Never. Even, I went to Catholic school my whole life. I never, it was never, it was always hearts and candy. Mm. Never anything about religion. I mean, name, who has any religious, like, decoration for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day? You have it for Christmas, you have it for Easter, you know, what the lamb represents, what everything represents if you celebrate, but St. Valentine, oh, God. Valen- you know what I hate? Valentine of Rome and Valentine of Terry. Terry. Why'd you say it like that? That was weird. All right, Terry. 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 Oh, Terry. <laughs> you know what bothers me, too? And and we see this every year, and it's getting worse. Okay. And I've complained about this before, but I'll I'll complain again. Because tomorrow we'll get bombarded with, with green stuff for St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Labor Day, back to work. Merry, uh, ha- happy Halloween, right? So right away <laughs> you get the Halloween stuff in there yes. at the end of the summer. Yes. Uh, Halloween's over. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas, everybody. Soon as Christmas is over, you start seeing the Russell Stover candy for Valentine's Day, all the red. And now you're going to see all the green stuff. Very quickly. And then jelly beans, and it just doesn't end. Just move past it. Next. Oh, God. Next. What do you really think about Valentine's Day? And we're both married. Mm. We celebrate, you know. But, I mean, come on. I have I have, I have, have interesting history. That doesn't seem like history. You want to bet bolts <laughs> to uh, everybody off the air. No. I'm I sure won't. I can get the cliff notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Of off course. the air, I'll get them. Yeah, gotcha, exactly. gotcha. Gotcha. You will. Hoff, you a Valentine's guy? You seem like a lover. I, it's difficult. It's, I, I have a birthday today to celebrate, and I got a Valentine's Day tomorrow, so it's like a double whammy. This is how I'm celebrating Valentine's. So, I, well, to be fair, Jen and I made the decision last weekend. We went to a really, really nice uh, dinner over at Prime. Great steakhouse in Fairfield, New Jersey. It was awesome. Thank you very much, Rick. It's awesome. And that was our Valentine's night, right? Mm-hmm. So what we wanted, because the kids are still really young, we want to take them to a dinner tomorrow, celebrate with them a little bit. Mommy and Daddy did their thing last weekend. We'll do something. So... We're going to go to dinner, but I'm like, I'm texting with the guys I coach with for our travel team. I'm like, oh, 53 degrees tomorrow. We're hitting the turf, man. So we're practicing out of nowhere. You're practicing tomorrow? Yeah. Game changer message. Hey, I don't know if you can come. I know the kids have commitments, basketball, whatever, martial arts. We're practicing if you can make it. Like this, seven kids, like, we're in. So Jen's like, I guess we're going to dinner later. That's great. Daddy's got fungos to hit. That's great. 877-337-6666. 
Hoff, you could relate to that. You're a coach, buddy. You're a coach. No, listen, it's, it's, uh, there's always something. To, tomorrow, we got, like, karate. We have baseball today. There's nonstop. Yeah, we've got jujitsu tonight. It, it's nuts. Uh, what's up, Pete? How are you, buddy? Um, hi. Hello, Peter. Peter. Pete. Yeah, hi. I, I called because I've heard repeatedly and saw that the uh, Kansas City team made a lot of adjustments on defense and also on offense in the second half. Yep. But I haven't heard an educated explanation about what those changes were if there was if there was something other than just mere execution. Well, I mean, part of it was execution, but the, the, the biggest thing was the pressure that the Kansas City offense put on the the Eagles by by scoring, right? Once the game got tight, it just changed the way that the that the I felt at least that the Eagles started calling offense and Nick Sirianni made a couple of of missteps. So like the Eagles come down and score. I mean, the Chiefs come down and score. The Eagles actually put a drive together. 17 plays, 60 yards. They just came up a little short. They ended up kicking a field goal. And so instead of keeping pace with their lead, they kind of the Eagles uh, the Chiefs just kind of chipped a little bit away. Yeah, cut into it. They cut into it just a little bit, uh-huh. right? Eagles did, did did what they've been doing all day, move the ball. They just didn't score a touchdown. The Chiefs now get the ball back, and they now have the M.O. Forget forget what the Chiefs did defensively. It's really what Andy Reid did offensively. They started running the football, and the Eagles, who have you know a pretty good pass defense, were caught off guard. Isaiah Pacheco had 70-something yards, and a lot of that was in the second half when he just kept ripping off runs. And so all of a sudden, the the Chiefs are getting five yards of play, then 12 yards of play, and then now you set up the play-action pass, and it just it just made it easy. So, so you have touchdown Chiefs, you have field goal Eagles, you have another touchdown by the Kansas City Chiefs, and now the Eagles are, like, pressured. It's like, oh, we got to, it's, it's a game now. Right, we're only up by a point. We're up by ten. Now we're only up by a point, mm-hmm. and they get forced on a three and out. Right, this was their second drive of the of the half, um, of the second half, and they go three and out. It wasn't really anything special that the Chiefs were doing. I mean, yeah, they put extra man down in the box. Um, they got pressure on on Jalen Hurts, so he wasn't regular on first and second down. They get the third and three, and Jalen Hurts just doesn't complete it. And now you got a turnover, and the Chiefs are just rolling. So. As much as it was about the Chiefs making defensive adjustments, I would say it was less that. They got more pressure on Jalen Hurts, but it was more the Chiefs' offense scoring. Right, The whole first half, it felt like the Eagles dominated because they kept the ball the whole time. But now the Chiefs have gotten the lead, and the Eagles don't have an answer. That 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 was the difference. How's it wasn't, that for it an wasn't, answer there, Pete? Did you get really, what you needed? But I know people are saying, "Oh, the Chiefs, you know, Spagnola did this great job." No, he didn't. He just got pressure on Jalen Hurts. Yeah. What did I say earlier? But, like the, the hardest anything? thing you can do, uh, the the best thing you can do defensively is get pressure on the opposing team's quarterback. And they couldn't do it early. They started doing it in the second half because they were bringing a fifth rusher, right? Okay. So, so you bring a fifth rusher. They said this. Um, uh, Greg Olson said this on the play, uh, on this, on the, on the, on the, on the broadcast. Uh, the best thing that he did was able to bring a, find a way to get a free rusher. And when you get a free rusher on Jalen Hurts, he can't sit there in composure. Uh, he starts to start scrambling, and he's not Pat Mahomes. As good as he's become, he's not Pat Mahomes on the run. And so it, that it was a little subtle thing, but it was really more to me the Kansas City Chiefs offense that put the pressure on the Philadelphia Eagles. Diving in deep here. Getting paid by the word, my man. No, it just is what it is. 
He I wanted a, he wanted an in depth explanation. Well, I think you gave it to him. I mean, it's it's Good. really simple. You just look at it. They're playing the same that, coverages behind. Well, it's just, not simple for everybody, dude. True, but you just bring an extra rusher. Yeah, to, to simplify it, you bring an extra rusher. Mm-hmm. You force them to block one extra guy. That's all. The, that's all they did. Block one extra guy. There's enough blockers, by the way, because there's five offensive linemen. They only bring five rushers. Yep. It's just coming from random places. I got you. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Ball game over. Boston wins. Well, the Boston Red Sox have to be congratulated. They have come back from 3 nothing down to win four straight games and win the American League Championship Series. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It is uh, 145 here on the Fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. Cardinal Roberts coming up next to two. Now, sometimes you can just tell that certain people respond kindly to pressure and others crack. And it was my intense internal conviction that our producer would flourish under such pressure (laughs) that I was applying. He had to get two of the final three picks last week to maintain this, this stage. And he got it. And he had to get Friday's game. And he got it. So with that uh, being said, time for the Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices. I was getting ready to yank away the responsibility. But now he has it for two weeks here. So he's going to do well. Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem. Real clothes. Real life. Visit Flag and Anthem. Dot com. Go ahead, Hoff. I, I don't like this slate of hockey games. I just don't. There was nothing good to do. The to, Knicks and the Nets. That's yeah. exactly Let's where go. I'm going. Do the right. Merseyside Derby. Let's go. All right, listen. At MSG, Brooklyn's in town. Plus two and a half. Nets are plus two and a half. Yes, plus two and a half. A plus 120 for the Nets to win outright. That's where I'm going. It's over tonight. The Knicks losing streak to the Nets is over. You're going to lose that. Straight up, not happening. Okay. You always, you say this all the time. Well, the Knicks well, aren't going to right, well. And the Nets have something to prove without Kyrie and, and Durant. And they've played rather well. Listen, they lost to Philadelphia by a second. Ah, that did what he shot. That was crazy. Okay, was so crazy. get ready. Knicks. All right, he's still going to be wrong, but I like the I like the confidence. Nets plus 120. There you Man, go. Straight up just a win. Gotcha. The Knicks are all of a sudden. Let's go. Two games behind the Nets. Uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. Actually, it's probably more than that because the the loss column is is, is a little bit different. Um, they, just, they haven't played as many games than Nets, but they're currently two spots back. I'm two, telling you, two team. games in the win column. That's it. I don't know. I don't know if people realized how how much they're going to love Josh Hart. I'd say he's going to come out and drop twenty five. He's not that kind of player. Mm-hmm. And we know about his offensive rebounding prowess, and he's tough. And he needs to shoot the ball a little bit better. It's right around 34% this year from downtown, which is down. Yeah. He reminds me of, of like, of, and I don't think I'm alone, like a modern John Starks. A, a modern John Starks. Because how he plays. He fits the Knicks. Yeah. This guy's going to be, oh, Knicks fan's going to love him. Love him. Yeah, that's that looks like a pretty, now I don't love that Grimes' minutes will be reduced, mm. but... You know, now you got to balance that. As long as you, you you don't lose sight of Grimes, and I don't think Thibs will, uh, then we have no issue. Seth's in Brooklyn. What's up, Seth? How are you? Great, great show, guys. Thank, Thank you, man. Uh, for taking the call. 
Just a quick comment on the Chuck Howley game where he won the MVP as a defensive player. Yeah. This is what Tiki brought uh, up Super Bowl five. Yeah. Right. That there was a rule change that came about because of that game. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a chip ball from an offensive player on the Colts that was caught by the Colts and ran in for a touchdown. That's how they lost the game. I'll get out and of they here. They changed the rule. They changed the rule back then that there it couldn't be touched by two offensive players in a row. Oh, interesting. On the pass. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't and know I've that. A, Me neither. I've been a, I've been a Cowboy fan since I'm seven. I'm 65 years old. And the reason, and I grew up in Brooklyn, and the reason I became a Cowboy fan was because I felt bad for them that they always lost to the Packers. And I (laughs) liked the star on the helmet. Yeah. Now, for the last 20 years, I've been frustrated as hell. I never liked Tony Romo, Danny White, Dak Prescott. And the ownership, until it changed, it's going to be the curse of Jerry Jones. Tiki, I actually started to like your Giants this year. Oh yeah. So for me, because of how they play, switch from the yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's old school football. That's right. So for me to become a Giant fan, wait, wait, you switch? Wait, 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 wait. You switching? I may switch. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so, oh, I've been I mean, so frustrated. Come on, Seth. You can't switch. Dude. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You live in Brooklyn. You can switch. What part of Brooklyn, well, by the way? Where'd you grow up? Now, where? Oh, you're I in Connecticut. East 2nd Street and Avenue I in Brooklyn. I went to Brooklyn Tech High School. Gotcha. Avenue I. It used, used, used to be a place, uh, sneak a corner on Avenue I. They used to have the, uh, the sweetest kicks. Oh, they no. are. Oh, oh, yeah, that's where I used to get my sneaker. Sneak a corner. Right by Brooklyn and College. Toto's Pizza. Toto's Pizza. That I don't, I don't that's a little bit, I don't know that one, but I'm sure it was awesome. <laughs> hey, thank All you, right, Seth. Seth, don't be a turncoat, buddy. Come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> yes, if you are going to be one, <laughs> come to the Giants. Call, you come to the Giants. You're going to be one. means the Jets. No, come to the Giants. Yes. There's no, there's no reason to go to the Jets right now. win the Super Bowl. It's a good I reason. Mean, in Brooklyn, you could have used to, you, you know, back in the day, oh, they're out in, they're out on the island. Yeah, it's just don't jump on the Bell Parkway, a little southern state. We get out there. It's right there. We go to training camp. Yeah, Hofstra. No, there's no reason to be a Jet fan right now. What do you think? Um, now, you are not even – I find this interesting. So, anytime some of these tweets come up, right, mm-hmm. When and usually when Woody Johnson tweets something. You <laughs> I, and saw, I, th- I saw Woody. I didn't get a chance to talk with him. You but did? I, I saw him a couple of times out at the one, – once on Radio Row uh, okay. once at the um, – at the honors. Did you make uh, eye contact or he, he didn't even see down, you? He was just kind of walking. I was just like, hey, it's Woody. It's Get funny. him on the show. It's funny because I see David Tepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the, who is the Carolina. Carolina Panthers. Yeah, we don't care about him. I want He's Woody a Jersey on the show. kid. Yeah. I see him and just kind of, when I see owners, I just kind of like want to say hi. Yeah. And they kind of see me and they kind of want to say hi. I talked to David Tepper for, I don't know, 30 minutes. Oh, did you really? Right? I, and I see Woody and I'm just like... Maybe he'll, maybe he'll stop and say something. What? Just she got stage fright? Just, no, no, no. He kept walking. Oh, so what? <laughs> Interrupt and say, hey, Woody, what's going on? It's Tiki. Yeah. Hey, Tiki, I love the show. <laughs> Your partner's a little critical of us, but uh, I like what you're putting out there. Uh, yeah, but, hey, Woody, you want to come on the show with us? That's how you do it. Not 30 minutes with David Tepper. That's not going to do anything for our show. David was great. Had a <laughs> had an awesome conversation with him. Dove, so, why are you shaking your head? Because Tiki is just so engrossed in his own networking that he just abandons the show. <laughs> yeah, I only care about the show. I don't care about anything else. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I like learned a show. lot talking to David Tepper. He's okay, anything that helps our show? No. All right, so yeah. that doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, I say that half seriously. I actually heard Tepper's, uh, Tepper's a really good dude. So Woody tweets mm, about an hour or so ago. And I respect him engaging. You know, I like it. He's getting pumped up. 
Only 206 more days until Jets football is back. Right? All right. Here we go. Now, you and I fundamentally disagree. I believe that Woody's absolutely tweeting that. Tiki thinks somebody's doing it for him. We always disagree with that, and whatever. We'll find out the answer. We'll ask him if you get him on the show, or we get him on. So I subtweet him, and I write, in order, number one, Rodgers. Number two, (laughs) Rodgers. Number three, Rodgers. Number four, Rodgers. Number five, Carr. (laughs) <laughs> so I will let Woody Johnson know that I want Rodgers. Yeah. Now, does he respond to that? I don't know. No chance. Did anybody respond to that? Well, he did respond to me the once, but that was inadvertent when his uh, phone hit his butt, the butt dial. Seriously, you know that. I know, of course. And he just sent me at, uh, I, what did it say, at IU dot I? Hold on, I have to pull this up. You get your rabbit holes. This yeah. I, I, I have to know if he saw this, because what I wrote, was it wasn't disrespectful because I, I never get like that on social media. What back then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Woody Johnson butt tweet? I don't know. I just put in my name here to see <laughs> if something because I know the post wrote about it. All right, here we go. All right, uh, the big lead bar stool. All right, so everybody picked this up. Now this was December tenth of twenty twenty. <laughs> At you period I. Yeah, but he, <laughs> but here's what I wrote. Right, I wrote the amount of hope, energy, resilience, money, and passion. Jet fans put forth compared to what the Jets actually deliver to said fans in return has to be the greatest disparity in all of sport. Mm-hmm. And it caught his attention. <laughs> he just, I'm looking at it now. He just tweets me back at you dot I. <laughs> I mean, how hysterical is that? Is that a one or an I? Um, and it's like, I don't know. It could be an L. It could be a lowercase L. Uh, Maybe he was saying, you loser. <laughs> At you An loser. acronym for something like, go screw yourself. <laughs> you know? I don't know. But here's the thing. When when I say that he's writing these, okay, even if I'm wrong, and I'll take this to the bank, I believe he tweets about the uniforms. I think he's doing it himself. At the very least, this proves that he looks at them. Yeah. Because this is when he was over in England, obviously, That's for right. President Trump. So if he wasn't reading this... His behind wouldn't hit the phone. Or or whoever nah, you know, stop, has stop, it on stop, his Stop, 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 has, <laughs> stop. His partner tweeter has it on their phone. And he just kind of, I don't know. No. Kind of, he was drunk one night. Not Woody. Whoever was tweeting oh, for Woody him. Woody could get drunk too. Of course he could. But I'm just I'm not going to disparage an NFL owner. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest disparity. Yes. What a tweet. I, I mean, those are just miserable days sitting there. They probably scored six points that game. Darwin was probably getting his face rocked. Um, I, I would love to, and I mean this in all sincerity, I would really love to have Woody Johnson on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a challenge. Hoff, going to give you a little incentive right now. Okay. You can yeah. keep it forever. You can no, keep, no, you nothing can, to do with that. You can keep the betting forever. Nope, nope. As long as you get Woody Johnson on the show. Nope. You get Woody, I'll give you 100 bucks. Simple. Just get him. That's not enough. Bucks. Not enough. Who wished you? Not enough. That's not enough. No, if I haven't seen you take a dollar out of your wallet in the year that I've known you, hundred bucks suddenly isn't enough. Hundred bucks, get him on the show. That's I'll not, a, that's not incentive enough. Yeah, I mean, well, then how on. about you, Mister Daddy Warbucks? You I, take some money out of your I, pocket. I, I don't, I don't know. Me, we'll make I don't, it more. I don't need Woody on the show. No, no, we need Woody on. See, no, this no, is what he doesn't you get. You need Woody on the show. Our audience needs Woody on. This is what you don't get. Okay, so just call Woody. I don't have his number. They call the Jets. Ah, they can answer me. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't ask Hoff to do it. You do He's it. He's our producer. It's all right. I mean, don't ask Hoff to do it. Hoff, do me a favor. If we wanted Shane on the Hoff. show or Dable, I'd call him directly. I understand that. Just like when I got Joe Douglas on the show, I texted exactly. Joe. But I, I don't have Woody's number. Did, did find it. 
<laughs> I'll try. Te- text Joe. Ask him for what his number. That, yes, I think Joe's unhappy go. with me. I don't know if Joe's going to get back to me. Like Cashman didn't get back to me either. <laughs> Although the Yankees got back to, to us on Cashman and said we're trying to maybe make something happen, which would be awesome. That's not going to happen. What do you mean? What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> he doesn't want Woody. Give me Cashman's not bu- coming on. Give me 100 bucks if I get Cashman on. Jeez, you suck today, Teak. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Don't ask Hoff to do Can you give me It's his job. Can you give me 100 bucks to get Joe B on next week? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's not on anymore. The, the contract is up until but next year. But if I year. get him on, will yeah. you do it? But it's like saying, Hoff, don't answer the I know people are calling to talk, but don't answer the phones. Mm. It's part of his job to get you know, I, I know mean, that's actually, why. That's almost why it's insulting to offer me money to do it. <laughs> like that's actually my. I get paid to do that already. Yeah, but you haven't done it yet with Woody. Have you? Tri- I mean, have you, you tried to on. get Woody? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Come on. Have you tried? Huh? No, I've tried to get Jets people on, and they've not, they've thoughtfully declined. That's why mm-hmm. I had to go get Joe Douglas myself. Okay, because you couldn't they, do it. it okay. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. You, no, you make it sound like it's the easiest thing to do. I, I reach out and make the connections. I do my best to bring them in. It's not like it just happens. Like, hey, nobody. You know what? BT wants uh, Woody Johnson. And, oh, we'll be right there. Give me no, one no, second. No, he'll be, he'll turn around. Hey, remember when you keep on dogging me every day? Yes. I'll gladly talk to, to well, maybe, Brady Tierney. Maybe because I want to talk to him about how he, he constantly trash yeah, talks yeah, me. But maybe Come his on. mind. But think about this. Maybe Woody's saying. He reads your tweets. Maybe, no, no. Maybe I can get on this guy's good side and he'll None. stop crushing. Me. I'm stopping. Like he cares. I'll pay you 100 bucks if he comes on out of here. How about hey, that? Do I'll my bet job. You, I'll bet a, you 100 bucks Nick's win tonight. How about that? I'll bet you 100 bucks Nick's win. You're so confident in that Nets pick. Let's go there, big tough guy. 100 bucks Nick's Nets. Yon? 100 bucks. No. Let's go. No, 50. thank you. 50. No, thank you. You suck. Everybody sucks here in the last two minutes of the show. My partner doesn't want Woody. This guy doesn't want to make bets. A bunch of... Ugh. All right, just kidding. Carton Roberts next. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.